Hello, and welcome to The Benevolent Disruptor. It's a podcast about disruption. Disruption to your organisation as you seek higher levels of agility, but benevolence where you see kindness as being critical to your change process. In the podcast, we'll talk about getting a agile system to perform whilst reconnecting your people to purpose. Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Benevolent Disruptor. My name is Niall McShane, and uh, I work at sourceagility.com.au, and today's episode is titled An Executive's Guide to Thriving When Agile Arrives. And what I put together today is it could be, you could rephrase that title and say An Executive's Guide to Surviving When Agile Arrives. But I didn't want to be negative. So it's all about how we can thrive as a leader, executive, senior manager, when this thing called Agile comes along and starts to, I suppose, come into the conversation with the executive team. And there's always this moment where everybody's looking at each other and trying to work out, well, what does this all mean for us? Who's going to thrive and remain relevant in the executive team when we start to seriously disrupt the way we work and lead and sponsor change into the organization. I've been around many executive teams and even been part of interviewing and supporting, enabling and coaching executive teams when Agile arrives and there's fundamental change to the operating model and the way of working across the entire organization from top to bottom. So today I'm going to provide you with, it is a guide, but you could also see it as a toolkit, eight things that I believe are worth considering if you are in this situation where you are a senior manager, executive, involved in a change program across your organization. All of what I'll talk about today is born out of real experience. There's nothing theoretical about what we'll, what we'll go through today because this is, I suppose, my lived experience as a coach and consultant helping, helping leaders and executives deal with, deal with the change that Agile brings with it. But before we get into what maybe you need to consider for yourself as, a, as an individual, a professional progressing through their career, I want to probably just take a pause and, 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 and check something for a moment. So often people talk about an agile change program in an organization, and I have to be really brutally honest here. For you as a as an executive, you, you need to ask yourself, I would I would I would encourage you to ask yourself the question, is this part of our strategy in terms of how we operate and execute as an organization? Or is this something that is more tactical? Is this is this something that's happening on the fringes or the periphery or in a small part of our organization to achieve some outcome? In, in, in a smaller part of the overall organization? Because the answer to this question really 
informs us about what we need to do as executives. Because if Agile forms part of your organization's strategy going forward, this fundamentally changes your role in the organization because the change is no longer happening out there. The change is happening in the executive team and within yourself. So I, I encourage you to consider it. If, if Agile is around your organization and it's in the language in the executive team, assess whether it's something that's fundamentally shifting from a strategic perspective or is it something tactical that's happening out there. Today's podcast will, will serve both of those needs, but it's more, it's more geared towards strategic change where the executive team is part of the shift to agile and agility and the associated practices and the mindset that that requires for it for it to improve your organization's performance and health. So that's that that's really my first tip. Just ask that question. Is, is this something strategic or tactical? Um, so let's move on. Um, if it is strategic, let, let, let's go now to the second the second tool that I'm going to give you in your toolkit from today's podcast. And I think I think it's really important for you as a leader or an executive team member to understand that such a change, depending on your background, of course, this could have a large impact on your level of personal mastery. Now, what, what do I mean by that? Well, Everybody likes to feel that they can execute from a place of mastery. This is what gets us in flow. When what we are competent in doing meets the task at hand and we get in this wonderful flow where we're delivering and doing and we lose ourselves in the moment. If we are asked to do a task or we are put in an environment where we don't have any mastery or competency, we lose our flow. So my second tip when Agile arrives in your organization is to understand you will experience non-flow states. You'll experience low mastery because there'll be new language, new ways of doing things, new expectations, new governance reporting. It, it can be quite challenging. So although you'll go on an educational journey, I strongly encourage you to accept that there will be a level of reduced competency for a period of time, and that can be challenging for you personally. So in a way, just accept that uh, and roll with it for in the short term as your competency and mastery then improve, uh, improves. So my third tip is something to just look out for and be aware of. If, if you look at um, the way change naturally occurs, once, once there's an agreement that we're going to transform the way we work and adopt agility, there's this phase that I call the happy clappy phase. It's where there's a lot of buzz and excitement and noise around the organization and it can be quite distracting. And for some people and especially some executives, this can be quite challenging Everybody seems to be drinking from the Kool-Aid and it can get quite distracting. It's, it's natural when change programs mobilize that we go through this almost euphoric stage 
And, and I think it's a lot to do with, with all the hope for a better future. So my advice here for, for, for executives, leaders and sponsors of these change programs is just to participate and support and enable others to celebrate this new hope for a better way of working. But maintaining this real pragmatism to the way you approach it. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But just be aware that this, this euphoric phase is quite common, especially with agile change programs. It seems to release a lot of pent up hopes and wishes of the workforce for, for a more sustainable, better way to work. Um, and as leaders and executives, I think it's important to recognize and realize that, but not get carried away by it because it's important that the executive and the leaders and the sponsors keep a pretty steady head, but also support the transformation um, culturally as well. The biggest thing you will hear when you are in an executive position and possibly there's some consultants who are coming in externally to talk about Agile and there'll, be, there'll usually be a round of interviews with the executive team to gather feedback and take the temperature of the, of, of the leadership team. You'll often hear this, this, this term of phrase, oh, it, it, it's about the mindset, the agile mindset. And I wanna talk a little bit about this because I, I think it's probably one of the most misused, misused uh, phrases that uh, I think it causes a lot of uncertainty and fear in, in especially people who are in positions of authority, leadership roles, executive team members. Because, you know, they'll get, people will be given feedback, oh, you, ha you haven't got the right mindset. Now, what does that mean specifically? Well, the best, the best it, it's your collection of beliefs, thoughts, uh, and the mental model that you carry and how you see the world but an easy way to think about mindset is the conversation you're having with yourself, your self-talk. So if you're in a, um, a briefing session or an educational session about Agile and you're, you're sitting there and your, your conversation in your head is skeptical and pessimistic and closed and fixed, that, that, is, that is what manifests as a, as a fixed mindset and, and not a growth mindset where you will be supportive. And, and the interesting thing about the neuroscience of this, this area of, of investigation is, is, is your mindset manifests and people, and in your body and your language and your posture and your tone and, and people intuit that you're not really on board. So what's my advice? What, what's the tip here? I, I, do, I do think it's important to watch your own self-talk. And although it's perfectly reasonable to question, to be pragmatic, to even be a, a black hat <laughs> and a bit skeptical, uh, there, is, there is part of the, I suppose, responsibilities of a, of a, of a leader to embrace the change, give it a chance and have a level of positivity around it. And I think that's all mindset really means. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about a psychometric test that I've had some experience with, but later that that is used to talk to talk to and provide um, data on, on mindset. But for now, I, I want to just move to how I, I think we 
we leaders, sponsors, executive people should approach this this agile when it arrives in your organization. And my over overarching guide or tool here would be pragmatism. Do not get swept away with all of the uh, language and I suppose sometimes it can get very cultural around the human experience of work. And I think all of that is perfectly reasonable and it's something that should be included in a change uh, towards agile as a way to work. But quite frankly, the organization is there to deliver on its strategy and fulfill its purpose, which is around delivering things to somebody or people that it serves, whether it's a for-profit, not-for-profit, government department or government business entity, we are all there to deliver things to others as a collective organization. And, and Agile should do that better. So to remain very pragmatic in the face of a lot of maybe emotive energy that's coming through the change process is really important. So I would encourage you to be the pragmatist so if people are asking you to change, to do things differently, always be saying, that's terrific, but how, how does that abstract com concept ground itself more practically in the way we have to go about and govern the organization? So I referred um, tip number six in our toolkit, and I've got, I've got eight, <laughs> so we're getting there. But tip number six is something I wanted to refer to you um, from from a private a psychometric testing company or leadership company called Corn Ferry International. And they have this, they have a whole suite of tests for executives and leaders. And the one I've had direct experience using with a leadership and executive team, I, I rolled it out to a number of executives in a large transformation program. It's called the Learning Agility Psychometric Test. And, and it's fascinating because its tagline summary of what it aims to achieve is this. They, the Corn Ferry consultant said to me, this is the test that assesses your ability to know what to do when you don't know what to do. Now, that sound, might sound like an oxymoron, but think about it. Think about in, in, in situations where you have no previous experience or reference points to make a decision. What is it you do then? How do you behave in when you're in highly ambiguous, complex situations where there's no immediate answer? And I think the reason I bring it up is, I, I think as a leader or an executive in, in a change program, it's a core skill to have that type of learning agility where you boost your effectiveness when you don't have the answers. In other words, you have to work with and through other people to navigate through the complexity, often in iterative cycles of learning, where you try things and learn, stop, inspect, reflect, adapt, continuously learning and growing your way through the complexity towards another steady state. So I encourage you to have a look at learning agility or even just consider the concept of what do you do when you don't know what to do, where you can't draw upon your experience. Probably the best way to sum up dealing with agile as a change when it comes to your organization. So I've got two more quick points I'm going to make to support you uh, in your toolkit 
uh, when Agile comes around, and, and I'm hoping these will help you thrive. The, the second last one, point seven, is really around, I encourage you to be a little bit vulnerable. Vulnerability doesn't mean weak. Vulnerability means you are recognizing in the situation when Agile comes around, you might not have high mastery and you're simply saying, I'm willing and open to learn. Vulnerability is, is a leading indicator of a growth mindset. And I, I think from what I've said in this podcast, you would appreciate that if we don't have a growth mindset, we're going to be struggling and to thrive when Agile arrives. So vulnerability, that is saying, well, I'm a, I really don't know, can you help me? I think is a really great indicator that you're in, you're on the team, you're on the bus, you're supporting the change. Doesn't mean you can't still be pragmatic. It doesn't mean you can't be a steady head when everyone's getting emotional, but you're, you're demonstrating openness to learning. And my last, my last tip or tool that I'm going to give you is really to help you appreciate, recognize, and understand that you are an extremely capable individual already. So you've reached high levels of competency in what it means to deal with the complexities of leading an organization through change. Agile is just another version of that. So really what I'm saying is back yourself. You're, you're, you're in a position of authority and leadership because of what you've done to date. And Agile is simply another challenge in terms of adopting and, and shifting the way you work. So I, I suppose what I'm saying is you're capable. If you just lean into it, be a bit open, be a bit vulnerable, and use, use that growth mindset to take it on board to thrive and succeed. Hopefully that was useful. Eight tips to thrive when Agile arrives in your organization. My name is Niall McShane. I'm the founder and principal consultant at sourceagility.com.au. You can go there if you want to learn a little bit more about me and what I do. Thanks for listening and bye for now.